Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Death of Death podcast, where we proclaim Christ's victory over sin, death, and everything else. You'd probably be expecting uh, some kind of episode today that you're probably not going to get. Uh, and that's why, that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about why you're not getting a celebratory, uh, you know, super political uh, <laughs> falling of the Berlin Wall type uh, celebration today. Um, first of all, I'm sure everyone's pretty aware at this point uh, what's kind of going on. Uh, the CDC came out and said that uh, anyone who's been vaccinated doesn't have to wear a mask outside. I thought it was uh, super cool of them to let us go outside again, uh, let us live as if it was 2019, as if uh, God hadn't given us human rights. Um, super generous of them. A couple days later, they came out and said, you don't need it inside if you've been vaccinated. And so... Uh, as if nobody saw this coming, every, I mean, where I live in Oklahoma City, pretty much every business said like, well, we're not going to make you prove you've been vaccinated, so I guess we're basically done. Like, you can just come in without a mask now, and you're vaccinated, right? Wink. Um, and so, for all intents and purposes, it's over here. Like, I, I knew... It was over when Costco let me in without a mask because they were the most uh, stringent on it. They they were the uh, the most devoted believers. Uh, even after the city called off its its mandate, uh, Costco continued to make me wear one. So when that happened, I was like, "Well, this just feels like the end of the line." Like, what's I mean, where where are we going to go from here? But then just something in the back of my head just felt like we should probably not, you know, let's be cautiously optimistic here. Let's not get too carried away uh, and like compare it to the Berlin Wall or something like I did two minutes ago. Because um, we've been here before, and I think the closest that we've, we've come in my recollection was probably June of 2020 uh, when my wife and I got to eat inside a restaurant for the first time since the whole thing started. We were in California at the time, and uh, we went to Flamingo's, uh, the Mexican restaurant in Laguna Hills, and it was so weird to be back in a restaurant, and there weren't a lot of people or anything, but the mask mandate wasn't even a thing yet, so we didn't even have to wear a mask inside, and, and uh, I felt like, man, it's over. Like, we kind of just went back to normal life, just decided it was over and there it is. And, and that's kind of how I always thought it would go away. Kind of thought there would never really be like an official government, you know, declaration of, you know, the end of war on a, on a germ. But, uh, you know, I, I figured we would just kind of organically go back to normal life and then, you know, it would just kind of be over like that. And it felt like that was happening. And then by the end of June, uh, it was stricter than it had ever been. And, you know, they were uh, enforcing what kind of garments you got to wear when you were out in public and outside and stuff. So it got a lot worse. So I'm cautiously optimistic right now um, because we've been here before where things seem like they're turning around and then something happens and, and that's not, you know, the case anymore. So... In addition to that, uh, Fauci's gotten himself into some trouble. I'm not sure if anything's going to actually materialize from that, but he lied to Congress um, about uh, his funding or his, his 
organizations funding or whatever to the Wuhan lab where a lot of people believe the virus was created and that it's like a weaponized virus because it doesn't really behave the way natural viruses do. I don't know about all that. I'm not going to, you know, make a comment on that, but he definitely lied. And there's people who, uh, you know, associated with Donald Trump who will be in jail for the rest of their lives for accidentally lying to Congress uh, and Democrats who lied to Congress and nothing happened. So it all kind of depends on like how the state wants to play it. Do they want to actually, you know, throw the book at him or do they don't? I don't really know what's going on there or what the future is going to hold. But it was weird timing that like the same week uh, he gets his ass handed to him by Rand Paul. Um, all of a sudden the masks aren't, you know, you don't have to wear those inside anymore. I think that was a reaction to, I, I think the CDC and the government are kind of starting to realize like, yeah, we're, we've kind of overplayed our hand here and we've probably taken this as far as we can. So here in Oklahoma city, you basically don't have to wear a mask anywhere anymore. Even the strictest places at one point are no longer making you do that. So, uh, you know, I know that's not the case back in California, but it might be soon. So let's hope that it is. But, uh, you know, what I, what I started thinking about was like, what could happen from this point on that would reverse all of the progress we've made. And I heard Jason Stapleton, (laughs) uh, come out and say, you know, that he's not very optimistic and, and that he thinks it'll be a new strain, like a variant strain. And then we're just going to do all this over again. And I was hoping that wasn't the case. I still don't know if it, if it is, but this morning I woke up and turned on the Oklahoman podcast, which is a five minute news update for Oklahoma city every morning. I turned it on and one of the first things she said, Karen Perrier, uh, said was uh, something about uh, the India strain of COVID-19 and how it's up to six times more resistant to the vaccine. As soon as I heard that, I was like, yep, there it is. Like, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're, we're just going to do all of this over again for a new strain. And uh, but But what I don't know is are we really going to do it all over? Like, are we really going to shelter in place, have months and possibly years of masking and staying away from each other and watching people die on FaceTime? Is that what we're going to do? Or is it over because the majority of people are not going to do it? Like, you know, if, if, for example, like if, if every adult taxpayer in the U S just didn't pay their income tax, then there's no more income tax. Like they can't, they can't fight the entire country. So it's just one of those things where if enough people just don't do this anymore, then it's over. It's not going to happen. We've repealed the mask mandate by not wearing our masks. So um, I think we've come far enough where that's a possibility. And I'm very hopeful that that's how this would be handled in the future would just be non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. And, um, but I, I mean, I obviously hope that they don't even try it again. Uh, I just for the sake of making sure that I I've been uh, consistent in the past. I went I went back to episode twelve today of the death of death, and I, I listened to what I was saying on April seventh of two thousand twenty, and uh, pretty much everything I ever said about the virus came true. Um, you know, as as early as March, I was you know making some assumptions based on 
presuppositions that, that all turned out to be true because, uh, you know, my, my presuppositions are true. And, um, you know, I, I, I really saw the turning point starting to happen when Trevor Noah, who's obviously a leftist, you know, state propaganda kind of uh, guy, even the uh, comedian, um, he hosts The Daily Show, I think. Um, when that guy came out and started ranting about having to still wear a mask after he got vaccinated, that's when I was like, wow, you're not even keeping the left in check anymore. Like, even the left is calling BS on this stuff. So I. I just don't know how much longer they can keep this going with um, the way culture is kind of uh, headed with it, um, you know. But all, all, all I can say is if you're finally coming around to the idea that this might have been a big farce, uh, welcome to the party, because I've been calling it that since December of 2019. So, um, you know, I, I, I made some missteps and I've been upfront about that in, in episode 10, I said that it was uh, responsible to lock the country down because we didn't know what we were dealing with. And I think a lot of people feel that way. I think pretty much no matter your feeling, uh, you're pr you were probably okay with the lockdown at first because of the unknowns. But uh, so many things just never added up to me. Like, first of all, why would the government care if, if 2 million people were gonna die? That alone just never really rang true to me. It just never made sense. It's like more people than that are going to die from heart disease. And you could you could end McDonald's a lot easier than you could end this virus. And uh, you're not doing that. <laughs> so, you know, the, these people believe climate change is going to kill us all in like 20 years. And they're not doing anything about that. So there, there's just something about the idea of them wanting to preserve life or to save lives that just doesn't ring true. And so that was my first assumption of like yeah whatever they're saying is probably not true they're also pretty much incapable of telling the truth i can't really think of any time uh the government has ever spoken the truth about something and if they did it was highly misleading in their favor um you know and like i just i just can't believe that anyone who also lived through the iraq wars would would listen to anything that anyone in the government has to say and and assume that uh you know these types of encroachments on our liberty are necessary um you know so i don't know for people even older than me who lived through the iraq wars shame on you for falling for this honestly like you you watched the news anytime between 2001 and 2010 like you should not have listened to anything that these people had to say but you know, so so those basic presuppositions and just, you know, some things that just never really added up to me. Um, I never, you know, had hard stances on the science or, you know, the data, but it was pretty early on in the lockdown that things were looking to not be accurate to what they were saying. You know, uh, now we know the death rate is much lower than they were saying at first. We know that the death toll is grossly uh, inflated um, to the point where we we honestly have no idea how many people died from COVID-19. I mean, it could be like less than 100,000. We have no idea. And I'm not even saying a number because we have no idea. Like, there's so many people who were mis, uh, you know, miscounted as COVID deaths that had nothing to do with COVID. Uh, not to mention the fact that by Anthony Fauci's own omission, um, admission, sorry, what an idiot, by, by Fauci's own admission, uh, the test that we use, the PCR test for 
COVID-19 is probably 90% uh, false positive rate, which means 90% of these deaths didn't even have COVID. 90% of the COVID deaths might not have had COVID. You know, like it just it just gets crazy from there. And, and you know, we know now like there are actual studies concluding the lockdowns caused more death than the virus. I said that would happen in episode 12. Um you know, and we know that the, the lockdowns were not uh, effective to slow the transmission of the virus because countries that did no such lockdowns had as bad, uh, you know, or, or better than us. So, uh, yeah, just nothing. And I say all that to say not that I'm awesome. <laughs> I mean, I am awesome and I do know a lot and I'm very smart and I'm very, you know, uh, good looking. But uh, I'm not saying that just to brag. I'm saying that to say, like, when you have presuppositions based in reality you're a lot better at assessing these types of things and so um i i say all that to say let's not celebrate quite yet because the guy who's been right about almost everything the whole way is telling you my gut tells me this is not over and we're gonna see a big turnaround and i really hope i'm wrong uh all that to say you know i'm really happy about where things are headed where it looks like things are headed but uh i'm remaining cautiously optimistic because we've seen this kind of thing before and it always you know comes out that there's some new threat to be afraid of and hearing the stuff about the indian variant has kind of indicated to me that's probably where they're gonna head with it um or they're gonna just keep the lockdowns for some other cause like climate change which um people from cnn have actually said that's their intention is to switch everything to climate change and keep the kind of uh same hysteria going on so uh so i'm making a, a soft prediction here that that we're going to see a variant and um i just don't know if it's all going to work if uh people are going to fall for it again uh that's the only thing i can't make a prediction on because when when even the left is saying that I don't believe this anymore and not to say that the whole left, but like key figures in the left when even they're saying, I don't, I'm not buying this. You've lost it. Like if you can, if you the left in line, the people who pride themselves on believing everything the government says and being compliant and, and, you know, just being a drone, like if you can't keep them in line, then you, you know, you've lost control of the situation. And, um, I think now that that's kind of the, the case generally, um, I, I think, I think it's probably over, but I, I definitely say they're gonna try to turn this all around and cycle through again and, and do another lockdown and do another, you know, his, hysterical, uh, propaganda campaign, but, uh, I just don't know if it's going to work. So kind of a short episode today. Um, a little bit of production problems going on in my apartment. Uh, fantastic and delighted to have my sister in town visiting us, but, uh, she is working from our apartment doing her full-time job. So, uh, the, the kitchen is, uh, not open to me full-time for, for podcasting and my wife is homesick. So the bedroom is off limits. So, uh, doing a short episode today, uh, getting back to family time and cat time. And I uh, just wanted to pop in and give you guys an update on what I'm thinking because I've got a lot of cool episodes planned and I'm not going to have time to talk about political nonsense. Uh, so I wanted to get this out of the way and just do a short episode. Um, I am interviewing someone tomorrow and there is a slight possibility 
trying to get you excited for this ahead of time. There's a slight possibility that I'm going to get tattooed live on the podcast while I'm doing an interview. Uh, and I hope that's something you want to see. It's going to be a stick and poke tattoo and I've never gotten one and I'm super excited to get one. Uh, I have time to, to walk that back because, uh, by the time this comes out, that tattoo will either have happened or not happened. So you may never see this. If, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, I will edit this out and you will never know I said it. So, um, I think that's all I've got today. So go buy a shirt, go sign up for Patreon and uh, definitely, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't yet, uh, because I'm trying to make this a YouTube show from now on. Um, and give to Trevor's GoFundMe. We've we've gone over thirty grand now. It was twenty grand when I first started uh, advertising it on the podcast. So uh, I don't know to what extent my listeners have contributed to that ten thousand dollar difference, but whatever it is, keep it up. And thank you so much for doing so. Whatever you're able to give, do so. It's the best use of your money today. So uh, that's it. Yeah, I know I've been trying to wrap it up for about three minutes and I just seem to not be able to. I just seem to not be able to let go of you because I love you so much. Just stay. Just stay with me. All right. That's, uh, that's really it this time. All right. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week with, uh, with a surprise guest, hopefully.